Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Well, God, as we just sang, come like a fire and burn in us. Allow your love, your grace, your peace to consume us. Consume may not seem to be the right word, but it is. Because if we let your love, your, your grace, and your peace consume us, then we are full of, of your spirit. We are full of what you have called us to be as your people. So, Lord, as we begin this new year together, we ask that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. So you may be confused looking at your bulletin, the the picture that's on there. It still says the Advent mission. We're not in Advent anymore. We haven't been since uh, December the 25th. But the name of the series that we're actually concluding today, this this Advent mission. So I I wanted to give us kind of a a, a picture of of where we are today. Today is called Epiphany Sunday. Now that's kind of confusing. Sometimes when we have a, a high and holy day, that Sunday usually takes place after that day. Epiphany is actually... January the 6th, January 6th being the 12th day of Christmas. And it's the 12th day of Christmas, and the thing that we celebrate most at, on Epiphany is the, the coming of, of the wise men or, or, or the magi, uh, them coming and bringing their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And I, I, love, I love and hate the Internet. I, I love and hate Facebook because uh, we recently just purchased a, a set of um, a manger scene that for, for the church. Uh, we had a church member that built this manger out here or, or this stable out here in the front. We're going to put that up front just as a reminder of what this season is about. And uh, the manger scene hasn't arrived yet. So uh, we'll see it for the first time next Christmas, next Advent season. But uh, hearing the, uh, the, the, the dialogue or the, the discussion around this major scene, because it has the wise men in it. It has the three wise men on it. And, and you, you may be familiar with the whole argument. Well, we don't really know if there were three wise men. You know, it, it's because of the three gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh while we've attached the three wise men to it. Well, but they shouldn't be a part of the manger scene because they weren't there on the day that Christ was born. You know, it took two years for the wise men to appear. But, you know, it's telling the whole story. And, and that's why we include it all. But I, I don't, I'm going off on a big diatribe here at the beginning of the year, so excuse me. But, you know, it's just a reminder of the entire story for us to look at. 
and, and for us to remember what this season is all about. There's a theologian by the name of Robert Weber. He has a, a book that he wrote uh, about the Christian year. And, and he talks about how there are definite different seasons within the Christian year. And, and currently, right now, we are in what he would call the, the season or the cycle of light. The cycle of light. And if you look on your bulletin, the, the front of your bulletin, you can see the cycle of light that is, that is listed there. First part of the cycle of light is Advent. And, and we've talked about over and over again how Advent is all about waiting. And, and it's not waiting for, for the baby to be born in, in a manger, but, but we are waiting for Christ's second coming, for, for the return of Jesus who will bring us the new heaven and the new earth. And then to continue in this cycle of light, we have, we have Christmas. And, and if you know, Christmas is all about rejoicing. It's rejoicing that Jesus, the light of the world, is born. And I tell you, I, I felt that in, in just a, a marvelous way this year with, with our, our Christmas Eve services, being able to have people all in this sanctuary celebrating the birth of the Christ child and the very end of that service where we, we passed the light from the Christ candle to the entire congregation and we sang Silent Night in that very last verse when we held up our candles. And, and the entire sanctuary was lit with a candlelight just helped us remember that, that Christ is born. An epiphany is, is as important, but sometimes we, we move quickly past it because it shows that Christ is manifest. Christ is manifest in each and every one of us. And, and because of that, Christ has, has called us to tell the world about Jesus and to share that message with the, with the whole planet to make sure that everyone knows who Jesus Christ is and, and the change and the difference that Christ has made in our lives. So that leads us to our scripture for this first Sunday of 2022 and for Epiphany Sunday. And our scripture is written in the Psalms. Psalm chapter 19, verses 1 through 4. I invite you to follow along in your Bibles where you can follow along with the words that we have on the screen. Hear the word of the Lord. The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. Day after day they continue to speak. Night after night they make him known. They speak without a sound or a word. Their voice is never heard. Yet their message has gone throughout the earth and their words to all the world. God has made a home in the heavens for the sun. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So this passage 
from Psalm 19, I, I think gives us a, a image. It gives us a view of what the Magi were seeing so long ago. And I believe it helps us get a, a, get a glimpse of, of, of the fullness of God's glory, the fullness that we are, we are gathered together to witness to and to celebrate and to honor and to fully go out and share with the world. I love that Wanda had her young disciples' time talking about those things that, that we could be amazed with. I almost spoke up as, well, wait, wait, no, I'm going to be talking about that in my sermon. So I'm not going to blow it for the young disciples' time. But what, one of the things that I am most amazed about, I have a picture of, of it right here. I don't know, I saw this on uh, Facebook uh, a couple of days ago. A friend posted it, but if you know what this picture is, this is the bridge, I-30 bridge going across Lake Ray Hubbard, uh, looking towards towards Dallas. A photographer took this picture, and it is so beautiful. And when I look at that picture, I, I, I go, this is what I'm amazed at. I, I am amazed at, at, at sunrises and, and sunsets, just the, the color. Every, every once in a while, how the color is just, just magnificent and, and so bright and, and so, so just vivid. And when you look at that, you know, I know this is a picture, so it doesn't do it justice at all. I look at that and I see what David saw in his scripture that we read today. I see the heavens proclaiming the glory of God. Living in Kansas, uh, we saw a, just a bunch of beautiful sunrises and sunsets just because there, there really ain't nothing else to see uh, out around Kansas. It's just flat. And, and there was a place that, that meant a lot to me. Uh, it's driving between Wichita and my hometown of Hutchinson, Kansas, on, on K96. I think I've shared this with you before, but, but there's a little town there in Hutchinson called, uh, in, in Kansas called Mount Hope. And, and Mount Hope meant a lot for me and my family because my, my grandma would live it lived in Wichita and we lived in Hutchinson and when we would spend time with grandma we would go over to grandma's house my mom and dad would meet grandma there in Mount Hope and we would get in grandma's car we would go to Wichita or vice versa come back from grandma and go back home but but in Mount Hope there was a, an overpass where 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 the train ran through so the road went K96 went over this railroad track and just kind of swooped down into the farmland that was right there around. And I remember whenever I was in college or, or, or a young adult and I would go back home to visit mom, I, I would go at night because I would see some of the most amazing sunsets. And it would always, I mean, it never, never failed. It would always take my breath away just how how beautiful it was and i think that's what david is getting at in this passage today and this what this message of the epiphany that 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 we are are sharing about today is that there is something 
that sunrise and that sunset that, that cries out the glory of God. And when we see the splendor of a sunrise or a sunset, or, or if we get away from, from the city lights and we see the stars spread out in the heavens, it lets us see God's love for each and every one of us. It, it allows us to see that God's love continues to call out to us the reminder of the Incarnation. The reminder of, of the call that, that we have as the body of Christ. It, it reminds us that, that God's love is, is ceaseless. God's love will never, ever end. You know, there's a phrase that we have that's called, you know, you see one, you've seen it all, right? That's, that's not what sunsets are about. I'm sorry, you don't see one sunset and go, oh yeah, well, I don't have to look at another sunset again. Each one is brilliant. Each one is, is magnificent. And each one takes my breath away. And each one reminds me is that not only did God create the sunsets and sunrises for us, but God created us for him. God created us to be in communion, in connection with him. And if you want to see where, where I'm getting that from, all we have to do is go to Paul's words in, first Col in Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 through 17 where Paul writes these words. He says that the Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and things on earth, visible and invisible. Wherever thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. So if there is a message that, that in the midst of this rambling that I'm giving you today, that I would really would like for you to really hold on to, is that as we begin this new year, as we begin 2022 in a way to, to fully grasp God's love for us, it is a reminder that, that we don't need to go searching just like the wise men did because, because we know what it is that we have been looking for. And it's not like that Johnny Lee song that he sang about, I think, like in 1980. You know, the song, Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places. It's not that. We know where we are to look. We look towards Jesus. We look through his love. We look through his light. Because when we take a look, when we're looking for Jesus, and if we look for love, we can't find it anywhere else but through Jesus. If we're looking for truth, we, we can't find truth without looking for Jesus. 
And if we're looking for peace, we really truly can't find peace unless we are looking for Jesus. As God told Jeremiah, if you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you. And here's the really great news. I will free you from captivity. Isn't that a great prayer for 2022? That, that we as God's people take the opportunity to seek, truly seek Jesus with all of our hearts and, and that, that we, will be, we will find him and he will free us from our captivity. All of the pain, all of the hurt, all of the, the just listed. Will it still be there? Yeah, unfortunately it will be. And, and we'll have to move through that together. But with Christ as our guide, with, with Christ as our hope, with Christ as our light, we can face that together. There's one more way that we are led into this final mission, and, and, and it's through Holy Communion. Every time we come to this table, we are reminded of God's great love for us, that, that, that he sent Christ to first reveal to us who God is, then so we can live our lives in likeness of Christ, and then be strengthened by the holy meal to share the love of Jesus Christ with others. So as we come to this table, I don't know if you are a resolution-making person, but I pray that as we come and partake of this bread and partake of this cup, that we say, God, in 2022, in this season of Epiphany, I want to seek you. I, I want your body and your blood to, to fill me so that your grace is what other people see in me, that your love is what other people experience from me, and your peace is what I live out in my days so that the world can see who you are through the love and grace of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Oh God, as we come to this table, as we may be seeking ourselves, help us to fully seek you. Help us in this new year to release all of those things that might draw us away from who you are. And allow us to be your hands and feet. To make a difference in each other's lives and in the lives of the world around us. So God, bless this time together. Bless this holy meal so that we may be your people called out of this world 
to be a mission to the world. And we pray this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.